Hello and welcome to the Across the Pond podcast. Welcome to episode 21. We have just watched the Chiefs beat the Texans last night and we are looking forward to more football. Obviously, last night was the opener for the NFL season. The Chiefs went and beat um, the Texans 34-20. to uh, It was a pretty easy game for the Chiefs. Uh, the Texans, they, they scored first. They looked alive. Uh, but obviously, the Chiefs came out victorious, um, shut them down. We'll get into the game a little bit uh, a little bit later on, but we do have more football coming up. Uh, it's not over yet. Uh, we have a little bit of news coming out today, actually, um, that Stefan Gilmore uh, has just had a $5 million pay rise. Uh, he has the option to get another $2 million in, in uh, incentives as well. So the Patriots have paid him. They want to keep him around. Obviously, they like him. He is arguably the best defensive back in the league. Um, the Patriots have paid money. They're going to keep him around. We've had a, you know... Well, look, let's start by saying this. I was so excited for the game last night. Um, the game didn't really perform to my standards. I was expecting like a nice big shootout. Like I said, if you heard my prediction, I had the Chiefs scoring between uh, 30 and 40. I was right. Uh, they did get 34 points. Um, Texans, I said, uh, around 20. They got 20. Uh, so, I was but I was expecting a little bit more fire from both teams. The game did feel a little slow, especially at the start. Um, but you know what? I'm looking forward to the rest of the week. I'm looking forward to Sunday when my Patriots will be playing the Dolphins. Everyone is pretty much looking forward to Sunday unless you're playing uh, Monday Night Football. But, Look, we've got some news to talk, we've got some football to talk. Today we're just going to be discussing the game last night in a bit more detail. How players performed, uh, fantasy-wise as well, if you had them on your fantasy team, anyone on your fantasy team. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few matchups going into the Sunday games um, and the Monday night football game. So we'll be talking about a few matchups and just some news around the NFL, what's been going on, what's been talked about. Um, so... Let's just get straight into this episode and we'll go into the episode talking about the Chiefs-Texans game. Starting off with the game last night with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Texans. Final score 34-20. to um, Let's talk a little bit about one thing that I wanted to mention was the uh, limited attendance. I believe it was 20%, so we were looking around 17,000 uh, to maximum 19,000 in the stadium last night um it looked very weird obviously a super bowl opener revealing the banner the team hasn't won the super bowl for over 50 years they win the super bowl and the stadium is practically empty i mean it's definitely a weird thing to see when they're unleashing a banner to have an empty stadium obviously we all know why it's not because there's barely any chiefs fans but because you know covid 20 percent attendance it kind of looked like, a, one of the commentators mentioned it, it kind of looked like a, the home team's losing, it's getting blown out, and everyone's left the stadium, there's only a few fans left in. Uh, and that's true, it's true. It looks like um, a pre, call it a, like pre-season game. It's very weird, but I mean, it was still good to see fans in attendance. Most teams won't actually be implementing this. I believe it's only like two or three teams that are actually uh, allowing fans in their stadium at a 20% capacity. Most teams are going to have no fans in attendance at all. Um, so just like the NBA, 
uh, the Premier League, the MLB, no fans will be in attendance. There's only a few NFL teams doing that. The Chiefs are one of them. I believe the Packers are as well. But the Chiefs fans, they showed out. They made a lot of noise, especially on third down. So it wasn't like it completely threw them out of the game. Uh, obviously, everyone was separated and everything. There wasn't many groups, but they still made noise. Um, still did enough, in my opinion, to affect the game, especially when it came down to those third down plays. They were loud. They were loud. And um, the Chiefs have a good organisation when it comes down to the fan base. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, to me, 20%. It seemed all right. We're definitely going to have to see how this affects uh, the fans who were there. If they get a large amount of uh, COVID cases, um, and they will link this back to today, or yesterday, sorry, uh, I believe this will stop. Uh, I mean, it should. Not many teams are doing it anyway, but if they don't get many cases or any at all that can be related back to this, then I believe a few teams might start allowing capacity, 20% uh, capacity further on in the season. Um, if this proves successful, we might see that later on down in like week 12, week 13, maybe teams will start allowing it if, if, this, if this is successful. Anyway, let's move on to what actually happened on the field. Uh, and I think the one thing that stood out to me and many other people uh, was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Obviously, he was the Chiefs' um, first-round pick. Uh, he was picked 32nd in the league, uh, in the draft, sorry. Um, yeah, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he had a monster game. This was his NFL debut. He had no preseason. He's had no experience of uh, any form of NFL uh, game before he came out there with 25 uh, carries, 138 yards. He averaged around 5.5 uh, yards per carry uh, and he got himself a touchdown on his debut as well. He looked electrical. He was making play, uh, players miss here, there and everywhere. His run, I believe it was like a 30 to 40 yard run. Um, don't quote me on that, but it was a large run. He made like two or three people miss, uh, ran it to the end zone. He looks amazing. I believe there's going to be a lot of people who have him on their fantasy team who are very happy, okay, very happy. Um, quite a few people picked him up. Obviously, he wasn't uh, a first-round pick. Some people, people got him in second and third, uh, but he has shown today. I believe if people aren't starting him yet, they probably will. Um, another player that stood out to me, on the Chiefs side of the ball uh, was Sammy Watkins. I have him on my bench, sadly. I put him on my bench today. I was thinking about starting him. Uh, Sammy Watkins got seven receptions, 82 yards, um, with one touchdown as well. He averaged 11.7 yards per catch. Now, Annoyed me. I didn't put him on my bench. Patrick Mahomes as well. Offensive side of the ball. Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 30, uh, 24 for 32. 211 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, he got an, an interception. That was called back. There was a flag. Uh, so he had a clean sheet. I believe he only got sacked once. So the line held up for him as well. Good game for the Chiefs uh, offensively. Um, defensively, good game as well. They... They played well. They had that one interception, and I believe they sacked uh, Deshaun Watson four times around that mark. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. I think it's actually three times, I believe. Uh, but they they got to the quarterback uh, 
they put pressure on Deshaun Watson um, and they were looking good. It looks like the Chiefs have another team that can t- can contend all the way, especially a good starting game against the Texans. We'll have to see how it goes on further in the uh, further in the year, uh, the season. But so far from tonight, what we can see is the Chiefs look very good. Moving on to the performance of the Houston Texans, a huge standout player for the Texans was David Johnson. Obviously, he was traded and many people made fun of the trade. Many people laughed at it. Uh, David Johnson, 11 carries for 77 yards. He averaged uh, 7 yards per carry and he had himself a nice little touchdown. I have him on my fantasy team. Many people don't. I do. Uh, This man... Gave me quite a few points. Um, he looks explosive as well. Uh, what didn't help was while I was trying to look for him, uh, I didn't realise there was a Duke Johnson. Uh, and so the initials are the same. The second name is the same. Uh, Lucky the first name isn't the same. So I got very confused every time Duke got the ball. <laughs> um, but we had Sean Watson playing quite well as well. He had uh, a rushing touchdown himself. He had... Um, 20 completions out of 32 attempts for 253 yards, but he did throw one interception. Uh, Will Fuller looked good with eight receptions, 112 yards. Um, Brandon Cooks, obviously the newcomer, he had two receptions, 20 yards. Not really a great night for him. Um, Will Fuller is looking like he will be the main target uh, for Deshaun Watson this year. So if you have Will Fuller on your fantasy team, and you don't really have a good wide receiver, you should put him on there. The only problem with that is though, some people are, some teams are going to scheme just to defend against Will. Uh, when they shut down, you know, Will Fuller, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for Deshaun Watson to do anything. The Texans, I think getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins really did kill themselves, really shot themselves in the foot. The defence though, they played quite well. Obviously, they let up 34 points. They were showing some... Um, they were showing some defense uh, schemes that were throwing off, especially in the first quarter. They threw off Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, they did almost up touchdown in the first quarter. Um, it was taken back because of a flag. Uh, they played better, but I think just after time, you know, the Chiefs just wore them down. They just had long drives, uh, and the defense couldn't really set them down enough to stop them, get them on third and outs. Defence still looked good. J.J. Watt, uh, he was looking good, especially at the start, but I noticed, I mean, personal opinion, you know, he didn't he didn't do anything exceptional. He had no sacks to his name. Um, he was still a presence. Uh, he pressured the quarterback, pressured the running back a few times, got, a, I believe it was two tackles and one assist. Um, but at the end of the day, he wasn't, it wasn't as great as it could. Um... We'll leave the evaluation for now. Let's just talk a little bit about the game. The game was... Uh, the pump-up lead-up to the game, I believe, was quite exciting. But, you know, once we got into the game, the game was a little bit slow at the start. The Chiefs started to ramp things up. Um, the Texans didn't really get to compete. I don't know how it was after, like, in like towards the end of the fourth quarter because I was like, Chiefs have got this. I'm tired. It was like 3, 4 a.m. here. Uh, I was very tired, so I went to bed. Um, but yeah, no, the, the game was the game was exciting at the start, but it got a bit boring towards the end. I think the fans, you know, 
not being able to have all the fans in the stadium, it's still, I mean, a few fans is better than none. But it still drains the atmosphere out. It still drains the excitement out. Um, so that definitely throws the game off a little bit, makes it harder to watch. But altogether, it was a good game. Uh, a little bit boring. Chiefs were the clear favourites to win. Um, they did win. Uh, the Texans struggling. Uh, there's a long way to go for the Texans. Uh, there's a lot to learn from that game, um, especially offensive-wise. They couldn't really kick the ball in the right direction. You know, there wasn't. They wasn't really getting uh, first downs. They were struggling. A lot of three and outs. Um, a lot of broken down plays. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson had to scramble a couple of times. A lot of plays were uh, the defense just got to them. There's gonna have to be. A little bit of a sit down. Bill O'Brien needs to go over this um, team. Look what look what they can change. I mean, this is why the preseason is so important. So the team, the coaches, uh, everyone can sort of get used to game day, and maybe you know we're just seeing the te- a Texans team that is just slower than usual, just down to the fact that everyone's sort of out of it I guess it's the first game in and they're thrown right into the deep end there's no preseason. there's no warm-ups it's just been training camp game um and maybe we're just seeing the result of that but altogether I'm glad to have football back I'm glad to have a game back it was brilliant to hear the commentators voices um the fans the fan sound is there a little bit um see some touchdown passes see some runs see a bit of football I'm a happy man and it doesn't stop there. We have lots of games on Sunday. I'm going to give you my Sunday picks right now. We're going to go into the Sunday games. We're moving on from last night's match. We're going to go into these Sunday games. And let's get some predictions going. So prediction times. Week one, we have some good games. The first game, let's talk about the Bills versus the Jets. This is an easy one for me. I'm going to go with the Bills easily beating the Jets. The Bills are a much better team in my opinion, especially with the addition of Stefan Diggs. Um, The Jets are the Jets. They lost Jamal Adams. I don't know how they're going to cope this season. I don't believe um, the Jets are going to be a great team. I've got them very low, uh, very low all year. For me, the clear easy winners of this game are going to be the Buffalo Bills. The second game we're going to go to is the Vikings versus the Packers. For this game, it's going to be a tough one. It will be a tough one for me. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at both teams now, and I'm thinking to myself, who's going to take this, right? Who's going to be the team that... Because I feel like it's one of those games where someone's going to have an easy win, but it's just... It could go either way. It could go either way. I like the Vikings. The Vikings are... A good team. I like the Packers. The Packers are a good team. You know, I'd like to call it a tie because I'm not really sure. But I'm going to go for this game. I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, It could either be a big blowout for the Packers or it could be a tight game. But I'm going to go Packers win their week one matchup against the Vikings. The second game we're going to go to is the Washington Football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Washington football team, weird to say that actually, 
Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles on this one. Uh, just down to the fact that I just believe altogether they are a better team. Um, they won't be watching it, I don't believe. But the Eagles, for me, I'm going to take them. They're a more explosive offense, a better defense. Uh, the Washington football team don't really have any positions. They're kind of like the Jets, in my opinion. Um, once again, I feel like we'll see a, a mediocre year for them. Obviously, Chase Young. Uh, die, I'm excited to see how he does. That's going to be a good one to see. Um, but really, I've, I think most people have the Eagles going into this one. Um, not because the Eagles are a powerhouse of a team, but just because the Washington football team is just really one of those those squads that you can't really see winning any games sometimes. It just depends on who they go against. But I've got the Eagles for this one. We'll swiftly move on to the Browns versus the Ravens. Easy one for me. The Ravens coming off last season with Lamar Jackson. It's got to be the Ravens. The Browns could put a, put up a little bit of a fight though. Um, their defense isn't awful. They have a good offense as well. Nick Chubb there. OBJ, he could be a little better coming off his injury. Um, Baker Mayfield. Like I said, I've talked about this a lot in the offseason. I feel like the Browns could be one of those sleeper teams. I don't think they'll go to the Super Bowl, but they're definitely a super team that I think people are going to overlook. But I easily have the Ravens winning this one. Like I said, the Browns might have a little bit of fight in them. They might kick back, but I take the Ravens over the Browns in week one. We'll move over to the Jaguars versus the Colts. Now the Jaguars lose Leonard Fournette. That was a huge loss for them. Um, the Jags are never really a great team. Gardner Minshew at quarterback versus the Colts with Philip Rivers. I believe Philip Rivers is going to go ahead and take this game by the neck. Colts win against the Jaguars in week one. Next game, the Panthers Versus the Raiders. Ooh. Now. Panthers versus the Raiders. Ooh. Both two pretty mediocre teams. Yeah, I might not be able to call them mediocre. You know what? I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. Just going to take the Raiders on this one. Panthers really are in a rebuild mode at the moment. If you ask me... Um, they don't seem very powerful. The Raiders, on the other hand, also don't seem very powerful. But to me, they feel just a little bit stronger uh, than the Panthers. Uh, they have a better head coach as well, in my opinion. Um, Derek Carr, he's not a great quarterback, but I believe he'll win in this game. I can't see it being a huge blowout to the Raiders, but I still have them winning. One way or the other, I don't think the Panthers will win this. We'll go to the Lions versus the Bears. Um, and this has got to be the Bears for me. It's just one of those things where I can't see the Lions winning. Both teams, again, mediocre squads. Uh, maybe Mitch Trubisky shines. Maybe we see Trubisky be an absolute pro bowler again in week one. Uh, I doubt it, but um, the Bears clap the win against the Lions. Not by a lot, just a little bit, but they will still take the win. We go to the Falcons-Seahawks game. I've got the Seahawks winning this. I like the Seahawks for the whole season. Um, I can easily see them winning this over the Falcons. Uh, personal opinion. Maybe someone will disagree with me, but I think most people are going the same. Seahawks as well. 
Patriots versus the Dolphins. Now, I'm a Patriots fan and I hate to be biased, but I believe the Patriots will win this week one game. Um, don't know why. I've just got a feeling that Cam Newton uh, might have a little special one in him against the Dolphins. I feel like the Patriots will win this. Uh, doesn't mean the Dolphins are going to be out of it. I believe the Dolphins will put up a fairly decent fight, but I'm taking the Patriots uh, in week one. Bengals versus the Chargers. This is going to be an interesting game. I think the Bengals are a team that I don't want to put my money on just yet. Just because of Joe Burrows being their quarterback, we don't know how he's going to perform right now. The Bengals obviously did woeful last year. Woeful, worse in the league. Um, the Chargers, on the other hand, you know, they lost Philip Rivers. Um, they still have Keenan Allen. Is it Tyrod Taylor quarterback? Uh, I just, just because I don't know how the Bengals are going to be, personally, I'm going to take the Chargers here. Um, you know, if I knew how well Joe Boris could perform, how well their team has done, I might change my opinion, but I'm going to take the Chargers, just down to the fact I don't know how well the Bengals are even going to be with Joe Boris. And last year, there wasn't anything special. Now, the 49ers, and now we're moving into some of the late night games. 49ers versus the Cardinals. It's going to be an interesting to see how the Cardinals play, especially DeAndre Hopkins. But the 49ers, coming off the Super Bowl last year, I think, uh, not the Super Bowl win, coming off competing in the Super Bowl, I think the 49ers are going to go and try uh, to have another powerhouse year. And I believe they will go on a good run. I'm going to have them easily winning week one. They're going to come out with a bit of a vengeance. Uh, they're going to win week one against the Cardinals. Game that I like right here is the Bucks versus the Saints. Now, I believe, if I'm right, I had I had a few predictions for the seasons in, uh, in my other podcast, and I was taking the Saints in this game, I believe. Um, but now, changing my opinion, the Buccaneers probably will take this win. I mentioned before, home field advantage for the Saints week one uh, in the, the Mercedes Superbenz uh, Stadium. Mercedes, Benz, uh, the, you know what I'm talking about. You know, the Saints Stadium, the big one, the loud one, the indoor venue. Yeah, I like the atmosphere there. The atmosphere when it's kicking up uh, is crazy. And I always like the home field advantage for the Saints. But obviously, with no one in attendance, the Buccaneers adding a few crucial pe uh, pieces to their offense and defense as well. I've got to take the Buccaneers. Now, I, changed, I fully changed my opinion. The Buccaneers take this win. I could be wrong, but I feel like the Buccaneers are going to take this. Rams versus the Cowboys on Monday. No, this will be Sunday game. Uh, I believe we have got a very easy one here. Uh, the Cowboys will take the win um, over the Rams. They will get one of their eight wins <laughs> in the week one game. I just take the Cowboys over the Rams. I just prefer the bit more of a down-to-earth team, new head coach. Uh, Dak Prescott's obviously going to come out to prove himself. Rams really, you know, not been a, a contender since Super Bowl 53. I got the Cowboys winning this. Giants versus the Steelers. Oh, going to be a great game. Ben Roethlisberger comes back. He is going to win week one against the Giants. Steelers are a good team, proved it last year. Had an awful quarterback in Mason Rudolph. Uh, defense stood up 
even though they were very active, you know, the offense couldn't stay on the field. Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back. The defense are going to shine. The Steelers are going to easily win the game against the Giants in week one. And our final game of week one, Monday Night Football, the Broncos versus the Titans. This could be an interesting one. You know, it could potentially have the ability to go both ways. But I believe the Titans will take this. Uh, you know, coming off last year's playoff run, they have a lot of energy. Um, Derek Henry as well. You know, come on. Let's take the Titans in week one. So that is week one run up. Let's go over the teams I took again. So we've got the Bills beating the Jets. The Packers beating the Vikings. The Eagles will take the Washington football team and beat them. The Ravens easily beating the Browns. The Colts will beat the Jags. The Raiders will beat the Panthers. The Chicago Bears will beat the Lions. The Seahawks will take the Falcons. The Patriots beat the Dolphins. The Chargers beat the Bengals. The 49ers beat the Cardinals. The Saints lose to the Buccaneers. The Cowboys win against the Rams. The Steelers will beat the Giants easily. And the Titans will beat the Denver Broncos. That is my week one pick. Hold me to my word. If I'm wrong, I'll put my hands up. I am sorry, but they are the teams that I believe will win in week one. If you believe I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Go to my Instagram at across the underscore pond. You know I had to put it in there at some point in this podcast. Go over to my podcast. Um, give me a follow. Then DM me, you know, and say, look, you're wrong, right? I don't think you're, I don't think you're right. Or, or DM me afterwards and tell me I was wrong. Um, but they're my picks. If you disagree, well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, tell me who you think will win. Um, but yeah, week one, got a few good games. I'm really looking forward to the Saints-Buccaneers game. Uh, with Tom Brady I'm a Patriots fan but obviously I'm looking forward to seeing how Tom Brady does in his new team I'm looking forward to seeing my Patriots play Uh, they're the two games that I'm really looking forward to seeing Um, probably the Vikings versus the Packers like I said that's going to be a good game so I'd be interested to see that one as well but yeah week one has started and I'm excited to see the rest of it I hope you guys are um Let's move on to a tiny bit of NFL news. Uh, But yeah, they're my picks. So, recent news coming out of the Titans. Javidon Clowney joined them uh, earlier this week. He says he is going to be ready for week one. Interesting to see how he will perform. Uh, He says he's ready. He will be ready. He said, that's what I signed up for. Um, Obviously, it looked like Clowney was not going to be signed to a team. Last minute. The Titans come along, pick him up, uh, you know, good pick up for them, uh, taking him back to his old roots. He did play for the Titans before, um, so he will be playing for the Titans. I believe it's just for a year, uh, only a year. I said to him he might as well just drop his price, ball out for a year and um, and then see which teams pick him up. But he is in there for a year. He looks like he's ready to play. Uh, interesting to see how he's going to be, but... He is back. Okay, so we have Clowney uh, out there. Okay. News that has also been kicking around. Um, 
this week is about um, the anthems, the uh, racism, you know, last night, the game, there was a few things happened. Um, a stand for unity, a moment of unity, silence they took. They was the Texans remained in the locker room. The Dolphins say they're going to remain in the locker room. Um, for both anthems, um, it, it Takes All of Us campaign is going to be branded on every single sideline. There's a lot going on there. Uh, Dak Prescott talked about his mental health. He lost his brother to suicide and his mum is battling with cancer. This is all going around, along a couple months back. Uh, he's talked about how he how he was, his feelings, um, anxiety, depression. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that is, is difficult. So I hope that Dak Pre Prescott gets all the help that he needs. His mum's okay as well. Um, but, you know, he says it, it is, it is a big thing. If you do feel like you're struggling with anything, make sure you talk to someone about it. Uh, obviously, last night, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, huge debut, looked amazing. Um, one thing we'll talk about about last night's game was Andy Reid's fucked up face shield. Um, oh my God, that looked like this man. You know, you look out the window, it's raining, it's really warm inside, but cold outside. And it's just the heavy thing. The, the windows are so foggy. It looked just like that. I don't know how he saw his playbook, but Andy Reid, you need a new face. You need a new face shield, my man. That looked awful. I'm surprised you could see the playbook. Um, not really too much to talk about after that, but you know what? I'm just looking forward to football. I think everyone is by this point. More football the better. Let's get out of this slug. Let's get back to football. Um, follow me on Instagram at across the underscore pond to keep up with all the news. I'll be back next week, potentially with a guest. I believe I'm going to be doing a interview, a live interview on my Instagram with another podcaster. So make sure you go follow me, like I said, at across the underscore pond on my Instagram. Keep up to date with what I am doing. Keep up to date with the news. Uh, you know, stay around for the party. Okay. Without further ado, that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you next week.